Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back to Heart Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. And if you're returning, then welcome back. And I'm so excited to get into this episode with you. Today, we are talking about reclaiming your time. Now, time is the most valuable resource that we have. It is our time here on earth. It is the moments that we share with others, the moments that we have to ourselves, the moments that really make our life what it is. But when you feel as though your time is getting away from you, like you can't get things done, you feel like everything's piling up on you, it can feel really overwhelming. And you don't even feel like you have the time to do the things you enjoy or any time for that matter. So what do you do about that? So today we're focusing on reclaiming your time. I want you to have your time back. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of organization and rearranging to be able to get that time back the way we want it. And like everything, we're going to do similar actions like we've done with our energy, with our money, with our power. It's all the same because it requires the same behavior in order to reclaim something for yourself. So when it comes to reclaiming your time, are you giving your time away too easily to others? Are you setting proper boundaries with your time and adhering to that time? Many of us are tied to our phones, to our devices, our smart devices. And although they are smart, they are great, fantastic tools when we use them properly and the way that can really help us to optimize our lives. Sometimes they can also be the biggest distraction. So find ways to make your tools work for you. Rather, it's setting a do not disturb time for yourself to take that time back, blocking those notifications coming in when you're trying to get your work done. For me, I can't stand notifications. Whenever I have all of these little notifications that pop up on my phone, it's like I have to look at it. (laughs) Some people, it doesn't matter. Some people can have like 500 notifications pulled up and it doesn't bother them. But for me... It drives me bananas and I have to look at it. I'm pretty sure phone companies made it that way on purpose, but um, it's really important to set a do not disturb and make sure the do not disturb is set up appropriately because I've set do not disturb and it literally only blocked emails and I'm getting the most distracting notifications, the Instagram, the text messages. And I'm like, no. These are the things that drain my time because I'm taking a break over and over again, looking at my phone or expecting to see a notification and looking to see who responded or who replied. And it's really annoying. But at the same time, I really don't want to have that notification. So set your do not disturb on your phone for certain times of when you need that time for yourself to focus The next way to reclaim your time is to have a designated solitude time or a solitude day. This is a day or time that is really meant for you to just 
sit and be with yourself, not for work, not for your loved ones, not for anything else, but just you. And sometimes even outside of self-care. For me, self-care feels like work. <laughs> like doing all of this is great, but sometimes doing all the hair treatments, the skin treatments, X, Y, and Z. If somebody else isn't doing it, it feels like work for me. And then I still feel drained at the end of the day. I still feel like I lost time. So still set a designated time and day that is consistent. It's consistent for you because it will be a good reminder. You'll remember and you'll do it more frequently. And to set the consistency for others so they know, oh, it's Wednesday or it's the second or the third of the month. That's her day or that's his day. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. That's their hour. Whatever it is, just set that specific time for yourself. It could just be an hour, just an hour. But it's just time for you to just be with you. We go through our entire life giving away our time to everything and everyone but ourselves. And we don't want to have the time that we have left with ourselves to be at a time where we can't even live properly, where we're stuck or we're sick or we're on our deathbed. That's not when you want to have time with yourself. You want to enjoy this time with yourself now. So really become very disciplined and consistent on making sure you have that time for you. The next way to reclaim your time is by setting a schedule that works. Keyword, that works <laughs> for you. Okay, so for me, I really don't like schedules. I really don't. Like, if I have everything planned to AT, like every single hour, 6.30, do this, 7.30, do that, 8.30, I can't. Like, I just, I feel so restricted that way. I feel so blocked and limited. It makes me feel like I can't change my mind. It makes me feel obligated. Who wants to feel like that? Right? But what if the reason you feel trapped or you feel obligated or you feel limited is because you're putting things on your schedule that you don't really want to do. So we have to keep it open enough to have a little bit of flexibility, but also have some structure so that we hold ourselves accountable. And sometimes we're not always going to want to do everything that we do, okay? But for me, what has helped is that I wrote down six things that are priorities for me. These are things that have to get done in order for me to maintain my lifestyle. They've become a part of my identity. So in order for me to feel like me, I got to do these things. But when do I find the time to do it, right? So for me, I had to prioritize a day of the week. Of course, it's open to do different things, but maybe 
my due dates for things I want to accomplish are on specific days. Something about that just helped me a lot. It gave me some structure, but not too much. I gave myself a little bit of freedom, but I also gave myself that structure as well. So I got a planner and go through the entire calendar and I colored different colors each day and I left one day completely open. That is the key. Keeping one day of the week completely open in case there was a day that you didn't accomplish something that day or there's something you want to do new or there's something different you want to try. You have that open day as your second chance, your second chance day. So that has been really helpful because I would feel like, oh man, if I don't get it all done on a Monday, then I didn't get it done or I don't know. Like it's just very frustrating when you trap yourself in like that because sometimes unexpected things happen. But if you know you have a second day, it's like, okay, I didn't get it all done today, but Thursday is my second chance day and I'll do it that day. I'm going to strive for today so I can be able to do more free things that day. But if I don't, it's okay. So prioritize your days with different colors. Make it fun. Make it a good experience for yourself. Sometimes when we make it fun and creative, we're more prone to keeping up with it. And after you color your days, you know what days are good for what. Of course, if you have a job, if you have work, you're going to do work things, you know, every day. But maybe there's a specific day that you do a little bit extra so that you can clear up your time on a different day. Maybe there's a little bit of extra work you do on a specific day out of the week. So that's what really has helped me and also planning my day at the beginning of the day, but not planning the week too much. If I know there's certain things that I want to do throughout the week, okay, great. But just writing out what I want to do at the top of the morning and then just crossing it off keeps me focused. Making that to-do list, keeping everything organized as well, getting a really good planner. I was the worst with planners. There's some planners that just don't work. Sometimes they're too pretty and I don't want to mess them up. Sometimes they're just not set up good for me. Sometimes they're too small, too big. But I found a really good organizer or a good planner that has helped me to stay on track so far and I'm really loving it. And also just having a goal for each week, just one goal. Don't overwhelm yourself with like five goals. I think that's the big thing that we do. We start off at the top of the week and we don't know what's coming and we set like 10 goals and then we only do like half of one and then we feel like failures. No, make it easier on yourself. So this is a really good way of reclaiming your time. I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this brief message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we are wrapping up how to reclaim your time. And so far we've covered, you know, setting those boundaries around your time and planning your time and prioritizing your time. And now I want to cover how to become a little more intentional with your time. Recently, I started this challenge with beautiful ladies, and it was a feminine boost challenge that we're doing for the month of January. So definitely follow at I am Lindsay Christian because I will have multiple challenges that we'll do as a community throughout the year. So definitely follow for that. But anyway, back to it. So we're doing different things each week, and for the first week, it's all about cleansing and releasing. And so there are different things that we had to do each day. We had to declutter, we have to clear out some old thoughts, clear out our closets, and just being intentional about it really changed the way my time flowed. It really felt like I had crammed a whole week in one day just because I was doing so much, but it made me feel really good. I felt like I was living. I felt like I was progressing. I felt like I was actually doing and not just sitting and being bored and just being too much in my head and in my mind. Because sometimes when we have too much time on our hands, you know, they say idle hands are a devil's playground. But just having too much time on my hands, I would just overthink a lot of times and reminisce about things that really weren't important and I wasn't living I wasn't being present in my life so by focusing on doing different things each week man I have to tell you my time felt so much more valuable and sometimes it can feel difficult to set boundaries or to really value your time when you're not doing anything with it when you don't feel like you have anything to look forward to for the day or just trying to make up things for you to do so when you have a good system for yourself of this is what I want to focus on this week just having a theme maybe for each week or each month or whatever the frequency you want it really helps you to become more intentional. It's something about it. It's like a little bit of a brain trick there. But so definitely become more intentional about the things you want to do, the things you want to accomplish and give yourself a week to do it. And then just plan out little things that you want to do each week. It's so much fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. And it's not stopping me from getting things that I really do need to get done done, I'm just able to have a little bit of a clarity and it keeps me disciplined and focused. So I really like it. So definitely become more intentional with your time. And when you're more intentional, you will become more intentional with your relationships, with giving away your time, with giving away your money, with giving away your energy. Everything starts to become more intentional. And when you're intentional, your life becomes yours. We don't want to stay in the stagnant, you know, not moving zone, just sitting there. It's just, ugh, yuck, get rid of it. Nobody wants to be bored, right? So another way to reclaim your time is by removing the distractions. Now, I know I briefly touched on, you know, setting the do not disturb on the phone, but there's many other things that can be distracting. And a big distraction, as mentioned in Reclaiming Your Energy, is clutter. Clutter, distraction. 
friends that pop up. Hey, you want to go to da-da-da-da-da? You weren't even intending to go anywhere. Distraction. People call you with all of their drama. Distraction. Social media. YouTube. Distraction. (laughs) But we like distractions, don't we? We like having a little bit of something that takes us away from our agonizing thoughts sometimes. Sometimes we welcome the distractions. And sometimes that's okay. But what if you planned your distractions? You probably won't even do the distractions at that point because it doesn't feel fun anymore. (laughs) But what if you just set aside some guilt-free time to just do whatever? That's your time. Maybe 30 minutes a day. I'm going to just sit here and I'm just going to watch this. All right. Maybe you can bank up your distraction timing. Maybe you set 30 minutes a day, but maybe you worked really hard for like three days. You had an hour and a half of guilt-free timing added back to your bank. I love watching The Bachelor on Mondays. So that's my guilt-free time. Okay. That's my time that I watch TV and I really enjoy myself. So yeah. So just see, just Leave a little bit of open time that's guilt-free, you know, just for you to just relax and distract yourself. But there's also that time where those distractions have to be put aside. And distractions will eat up your time so fast. And you're sitting there wondering what just happened. So set a little bit of a boundary for yourself when it comes to your distractions and Just become more aware. And another way of becoming more aware of your distractions are from noticing your screen time. So for me, I noticed one week I had 13 hours, 13 hours of screen time in one week. Ouch. And then I'm over here complaining about how I don't have enough time to knock out X, Y, and Z. Uh Uh-uh. No, I'm not allowed to complain that I don't have enough time if I've used up my time on distractions. It's not fair. So track, be intentional, prioritize, plan, and set boundaries. All of these things will drastically help you with reclaiming your time. So we have covered everything in this series this month on reclaiming your life. I'm so happy and glad that you all have been listening and enjoying this series and definitely stay tuned because we'll have a guided meditation to helping you reclaim all of these things, your power, your body, your finances, your health, energy, and time all in one guided meditation. And there will also be a monthly motivation as well, just to give you a little pep to keep you motivated with reclaiming your life back. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in. I'm thoroughly enjoying this with you. This is Heartblend Podcast.